welcome to the How to Podcast series. I have Tiffany Mason is back on the podcast as a co-host again. Virtually UVA.com. Tiffany can help you with your podcast. She's showing off some podcast swag today. We talk about all kinds of great stuff around why you should hire an editor for your podcast. We also talk about how to grow community and engagement with your podcast over the time, over time. So this is the place to be, and you're in the right spot. So this is the How to Podcast series with Tiffany Mason. You ready? Plug in. Let's go. Here we go. This is good. Here's Tiffany. There we go. I can see it all working. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast. Welcome back to the How to Podcast series. I have a returning favorite person to talk to again. Let's create our web on the web with our friend, your friend, my friend, Tiffany Mason is here from virtuallyuva.com. And she's actually a, a bus driver. She's done that too in the past. Like, come on, t-shirt designer, world famous person. And she has time for us. So I'm so grateful to have you here. <laughs> Tiffany, welcome. How are you? Uh, thank you so much, Dave. I'm so good, and I'm super excited to be spending some time with you. Oh, you know, okay, now you're making me feel all happy. Um, it's so good to have you here, and you're live from the closet, which I love. Love all of the great things. You have some shirts to show me. You have one you showed me that's down below from you, sure. somebody made for you guys. I love this. It's all about swag, right? Podcasters? Yeah, absolutely. Don't get talker's block. How's that? Right? That's amazing. You have some swag, by the way. Let's start off with that. You have some swag yeah, in the works. What's going on? Yeah, well, I just thought that, you know, uh, you can get podcaster swag, but I wanted to have my own, of course. I want to put my logo on it and get some exposure that way. But really, it was more like, um, I want people to know that I'm a podcaster. I like podcasts. Like, that's one of my passions, but I don't have a lot of stuff that says it on it, right? So I thought, okay, I'm going to create it. So I have one that says... Um, Head, headphone hair don't care which i think is super funny and silly and you know they always say like beach hair don't care lake hair don't care and i was like i always get these awful circles around my ears and i'm like mm. so i actually really do care but headphone hair don't care um and then um the other one pod podcasters don't get talkers block and then each episode i signed off with a different signature so episode one my podcast is about music and i would say i hope this episode was music to your ears and then second um the second season i did uh and that's going to be the last note of this episode and then the third season now i've been saying i hope you enjoyed my guests memories to this beat so I changed, I turned those into t-shirts so that fans of the show could, you know, get some swag that re in that respect. Um, there's unisex, there's regular, there's different colors, there's black print, there's white print. So there's all kinds of stuff. I'm really excited about it and I'm excited just for other podcasters to be able to, you know, open a gift and be like, oh my gosh, this person gets me. They know I love podcasts or that feeling when you give a really thoughtful gift, you know? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't always have to be for a gift, but we're just kind of entering that season. So um, yeah, it's new on my website. I hope you guys all check it out and, um, you know, enjoy some new podcaster swag. So let's, um, for somebody who's hearing your voice for the first time, you have to go back and listen to Tiffany as well on other episodes here and how to podcast mm -hmm. series, my great co-host. Um, tell me a little bit about your podcast as well. Let's promote that. So people know what you're doing there. Sure. It is memories of the beat. Um, long story short, I was told I was supposed to start a podcast. I thought I was going to start it about my passions and I really was supposed to start it about my business. Best mistake I ever made. Now I get to talk to all kinds of people and get their memories 
And the, the funnest thing, A, is I have learned such an, gained such an appreciation for music, how it's composed, how people do this, the lyrics and songwriting and just how a band forms and all of that. Um, and then the second piece is now when I hear those songs, I have my own memories, but some of them bring me so much joy just remembering the interview and talking to them and their personality um, during the interview. So I really have enjoyed that, but it's basically just talking to somebody, you know, you smell something um, and you're instantly transported to your grandmother's mm -hmm. kitchen or, yeah. you know, I know for me, it's my, our gross, disgusting old basement, but it <laughs> is still a childhood memory. And when I smell it, I love it. Um, and so it's the same thing with a song, right? We hear a song and we're instantly somewhere else. Um, I know this one guy, he picked, um, uh, Baker street. And he said that that was just kind of the, the soundtrack to that summer that his parents first let him like have his freedom. He was a latchkey kid that summer. And, um, you know, so every time he'd go into the arcade or into a, a, a uh, I was going to say diner, but I don't know if it's that old, but, um, you know, somewhere to eat, uh, he would hear that song. And so it was just kind of the soundtrack to that summer. And I just loved thinking of that. And I know he was talking about a, a bike with a banana seat and I had a bike with a banana yeah. seat. So um, that's what we did too. We rode all over town, right? Yes. yes. So, um, yeah, just, just good memories and even some sad things that have happened learning to how people have turned their, um, tragedy into purpose. Mm -hmm. So, and I remember really good, you shared a song too, from your backstory, Phil Collins in the air tonight. Dun, 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 <laughs> and you're driving around in the Camaro and all that stuff. And, I remember that. And it just yes. is a great visual too, right? It just takes you right, right back, right? When you share great musical stories mm -hmm. and memories. So great podcast, great premise. And uh, I encourage everybody to go listen. If you love music, if you have a great story, reach out to Tiffany. She'd love to hear your story on her podcast as well. Yes, Dave, if I can say so, um, it actually says, do you want to be a guest on my website? And you can apply for it. Nice. Um, so it's www.virtuallyuva, as in virtualamplification.com. And um, you can apply to be a guest. And I would love to hear whatever those stories are that you have that goes with that special song. See, I love it. So right there, you just found a brand new mm -hmm. podcast to love and to cherish. Definitely go over and check it out. And as a music lover myself, I'm enjoying the podcast so Thank you for making it for us, uh, listeners. I appreciate it. Yes. Um, and it's great to hear those musical yes. stories. Today, we're going to talk a little bit um, a little bit about community growth and engagement. But before that, you had brought up some stuff that you'd like to talk about around hiring an editor for your podcast and how, how this helps for a podcast creator to work in their area of genius, their zone of genius, and maybe not, maybe editing's not my thing, Tiffany. I don't know what I'm doing and I'm frustrated. I have seven podcast episodes. I have no idea how to get them from my computer into Apple. I have no idea how to yeah. clean them up and I need help. And I'm stuck. Yeah. I'm stuck. So you yep. come in like a cowboy riding in to save the day and <laughs> you help people edit their podcast and get going and maintain that. And you've got some great clients, some great new clients coming up which is exciting how do mm -hmm. how does working with an editor help a podcaster get unstuck and get moving to get their episodes out into well the well uh just like um sure what was i gonna say just like oh gosh i lost my train of thought i'm gonna skip to the next thing anyways yeah. um um keep the show going right guys yeah. <laughs> uh, um when you are working with 
a comp oh, oh, I know I was going to say when, just like we say for a podcast to niche down, I also niche down, right? So I am a podcast editor, but I like to work with businesses that have an established podcast. Um, so speaking to what you're saying, yes, I absolutely can help somebody who is new to podcasting and they're trying to just figure out how to get it from an audio file to a podcast. I can easily step in and do that. I can save you the headache of watching 6,000 YouTube videos and importing the wrong files and not having it published because your podcast artwork is not the right dimension. Yes. <laughs> I can do all of that. But the point that I bring to, um, you know, the businesses that I work with is lots of times they have like their marketing team and their social media team and their, you know, paper HR team and right. You've got all these departments and they think, oh, my marketing team can take care of the podcast. They thought it was a great idea to have a podcast. Now they can edit it. Well, the reality is that's not really money well spent because now they too are watching all these YouTube videos. They don't want to be doing the editing and that's what you're, you're hiring them to do now, or that's what they're ha being asked to do now that yeah. they've already been on staff. Um, and it's like, you know, you as the business owner, your zone of genius is the business. Mm. So then you hired the marketing person to do the marketing for you. Then you asked your marketing team, now can you do editing? Well, I would say I would advise against it and I would just say, hey, go grab somebody that that is their zone of genius. Otherwise, you're spending money for them to Google how to halfway do a good podcast. Or you could just go, go cut right to the chase, get your editor, and now you have somebody marketing that really great sounding podcast. Mm -hmm. So just, just food for thought, you know, we niche down as, as content, but also those different departments, that's their zone of genius. So keep everyone in their zone of genius, keep everybody happy and keep the podcast rolling. I love it. And the idea that one person can do everything, it mm. can be, it can work for some people in the beginning, but it gets to the point where, a, your the quality is going to suffer. Something's going to suffer down the road, and having somebody come in and give you their expertise will free you up to spend more time with your audience, or your on your business, or on your content, and allow you to kind of grow beyond your limitations, right? And like again, we're not all good at everything, so find somebody right. <laughs> who's great at something that can help you, and then focus on the stuff that you can do better. I love it. It's great. So, yeah. yeah. Um, any kind of cool... Really, really quick, Dave. Yeah. Can I interrupt you yeah, really yeah. quick? Uh, you saying the expertise thing, I always say that's one of the benefits of hiring an editor or a podcast editor is because, you know, you also may have, uh, how do I get this podcast on Apple? Well, now you can ask your podcast editor. So yes, they're there to edit and perfect and clean it up, but it's also that expert that you have in your back pocket that you can consult with. So keep that in mind as well. It's just the added benefit of peace of mind. Yeah, you can go Google and try to find the answer, or you can just call up your podcast editor and say, hey, something's not right. What did I do wrong? Yeah. <laughs> and get an answer a lot quicker. So sorry, just wanted to yeah, add that last no, little that, piece in there. Just, um, you know, that's, that's what that made me think of. Glad you added that. That's a great value add there as well. Um, you just have to surround mm -hmm. yourself with people who can make you better. That's really what I'm learning in mm -hmm. life. And um, yeah, I, I love I love that you offer these services. Any example of how you've been able to step in and help somebody uh, with their editing and kind of give them that victory lap for themselves in their business? Yeah, yeah. I think it's um, so 
rewarding when uh, I had a lady start with me a couple months ago and I always set my clients up in Trello. We have a board and they can kind of see, you know, um, what's being worked on right now, what's being published, all that kind of stuff. Right. And she reached and she, her podcast drops on a Friday morning and she reached out to me Thursday evening and she was like, Hey, um, I just didn't know if you needed anything from me. And I was like, Nope, easy peasy. It's all set. It's scheduled. It's going to release tomorrow. I said, you know, we were just getting started in our publishing. And I said, just so you know, for the future, I usually publish, I double check, and then I will confirm with you that it's, you know, in, in the, on the airways. And so she was like, oh my gosh, that was so easy. Mm. And I said, well, yeah, that's the point. That's, yeah. that's the, that's the reason why you're spending the money. Right. Yeah. And so it was just nice for her. She has a full-time job. Her podcast is secondary, but she's trying to grow her business. And so her podcast really helps with that. She's also trying to do more speaking engagements. So, you know, the podcast gives her that exposure where she can show her expertise. People can hear her, vo her voice. Yeah. Do they like the sound of her voice? Do they like the quality? Is this a speaker that they want at their next, you know, event? So it was just really fun that she was like, oh, that was so easy. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be. You know, I always, my little slogan is um, erasing the headache between recording and publishing. And so that was just a perfect example of that, where she was like, that was so easy. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So you're looking for, are you, are you taking clients right now? Or are you full? What's, what's your status at right now? Hmm. Well, I would say that I'm taking clients because I have perspectives, but you know, you don't want to count your eggs till they've hatched. Yeah. Um, so I would say at this point, I'm still definitely taking on new clients and I'm actually um, looking for an editor to join my team. Nice. So that's my next step so that I can keep gaining new clients. Beautiful. So reach out all the stuff's in the show notes. This Tiffany is amazing <laughs> to talk to and do life with. So it would be a huge advantage for anyone to be in contact with Tiffany. So definitely go check out all that and reach out and say hi for sure. Um, let's talk a little bit yes, about um, yes. community engagement and how can I grow community engagement around my podcast, around my coaching business, my book because I'm an author, whatever. But we're content creators. How do we build a community and do engagement better? That's really something I'd love to kind of hone in on with you because you're doing this and you're living it. And I kind of like to bring people in on this and have a conversation around this. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Dave, I think that you are doing a great example already in this episode. Maybe you guys have noticed, um, but you should really speak to your audience. You're saying, hey, check out the show notes. Hey, if you guys need swag, hey, you've reached out. You have shouted out to your audience quite a few times already, Dave. And I think that's a great way to know that, like, we're trying to connect with them on the other end. We're not just speaking at them. We want yeah. to be involved with them. We want them to comment on our stuff. And it's not so we can grow our stats. Of course, that's a great like side effect. Um, but we want to know people are actually listening to these podcasts that we're putting out and producing and that they're getting something out of them because that's what's the real reward for us is when someone says, hey, when you made that point, that made so much sense to me yeah. and it helped me to clean up my audio or it helped me to get five more people to respond to my posts or whatever it is. Right. That's the rewarding piece for us. I, for me anyways. And I had a great example happen for me, Tiffany, just this past week uh, with the how to podcast series. I had a listener go to my website, everything I've asked them to do, they did. And I was like, Oh my gosh, they actually did it. They <laughs> went to the website. I have the speak yeah. pipe thing on my website so you can record your voice. And it comes to me in an email. And I get this mm -hmm. email pops up and I'm like, well, that's odd. So I click it and it's 
Paulo, who lives in Brazil. He listened to my podcast, uh -huh. and he's a brand new podcaster. And our conversation and this podcast helped him decide to start a podcast in Brazil to help students learn English. That's so amazing. And he thanked me for the podcast. He thanked me for the content, for the great co-hosts that we have on, and all the stuff that we're doing on the How to Podcast series was what sparked him to say, yes, I can do this. And he released his first episode. Half of the episode is all about the How to Podcast series. Ah. And he's out there now starting and going. And so as a podcast host, we talk about building community engagement. To see that happen and to hear his voice, to hear the listener's voice say to you, Tiffany, because of your podcast, I know blah, 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 right? Like, what a great feeling as you record these things on your own sometimes in your own little bubble and you always wonder <laughs> if anybody's going to listen. Did you have, have you ever had some feedback before that people come back to you and there's because you have a podcast, something happened to your listener and you heard back from them. Does that happen for you? Well, first of all, I want to say, Paolo, I'm so proud of you. That is amazing. Yes, yes I know. Kudos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and second of all, um, I would just say that uh, that, it, that is the rewarding thing, right, of our podcast and knowing that somebody's listening. But an idea for you, Dave, is to possibly say, make a whole episode out of it because that's one of my other things that I was going to bring up is you know read some of the engagement because it gives social proof that other people are engaging with you yeah so like they're not a weirdo because they're the first one to send you a message they know other people are doing this too yeah. second of all everybody wants to be on the airwaves mm -hmm. so it gives them a little uh you know spotlight that hey my name was read. My email was read. My new, my, um, my, my speak pipe was listened to, you know, they put it in the episode, that kind of thing. Nice. Um, and then you could also speak to the rewards of podcasting, but it really shows that you valued their feedback, what they had to say, all that kind of stuff. And, and as far as feedback that I've received, um, I have received so much flattering, um, feedback. I'm in a couple of networking groups and sometimes people don't know how to support me, right? They're like, I don't know. She's a podcaster. I don't know anybody who podcasts. I don't even listen to podcasts. I don't know how to support her. And so I'll say, you know, to those people, Hey, if you guys would just simply go listen to the podcast, if you like it, great. And if you, if it's not your flavor, totally fine. Um, and then if you do like it, would you leave me a, a, a review? And I have been so surprised by some people, uh, in my networking group, how they were like this, you know, like they come back with this really emotional, deep, heartfelt review. And you're like, wow, it was something lighthearted that I just asked them to maybe go, you know, yeah. if you can, and then they go listen to it, but it makes an impact in their life. And, and it's so rewarding for us as podcasters, just like you said, you know, we're recording in our closet or we're recording in this little studio in our own little corner of the world and you put it out there and you're like, I don't know. And you just wait for the stats to roll in. Like yeah. hopefully somebody listens. <laughs> so it's nice to know that your time, effort and energy is impacting somebody else in a positive way. Yeah. And I've actually had the chance, the opportunity to speak to a listener in person, mm. which is really kind of surreal. To be honest, I right now I'm currently working night shift during the week and then I podcast on my days off and during the day so like tonight's mm -hmm. Wednesday I work tonight from 11 p.m. till 7 a.m. tonight 
and I'll be listening mm-hmm. to podcasts, but one of my podcast listeners works with me. And she will walk up to me and she's like, I'm on episode blah, blah, blah. I love I love <laughs> Tiffany on your podcast. And I loved how Tiffany said this. And it's like Aww. this immediate reaction and feedback, eyeball to eyeball. And it's mm-hmm. it feels strange in a sense to be that I can see her across the room and she's listening to this conversation, you know, and it's like <laughs> it's really kind of surreal. So. Um, anytime that you can meet your listeners in public or, or do a zoom call or that kind of feedback, I love just kind of Uh building that. And that really, that's a, that's a superpower. I think as podcasters that we have is Uh that we can actually Uh interact with our listeners one-on-one. And in the beginning, when your podcast is small, a lot, I think a lot of podcasters look to the future and I, I can't wait for a big audience. I can't wait to be making money and have thousands of downloads but in the beginning you have those five or ten listens and they come back every week right and this is the time to build the base the foundation of your podcast and to reach out to people and have that conversation be one-on-one and you can't do that when you have thousands of listeners sending you messages right thousands of people sending you a speak pipe right you don't literally have time to do all that (laughs) But enjoy the no, smallness. Right. Enjoy the smallness of your podcast. Yes. Celebrate that and build on that. I think that's one well, thing. Well, I think you can that do. gives you like oh sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, it's just some one one way you can grow our podcast is by just celebrating everything small about it. Yeah, I think you're right. Grow with it. Right? Yeah. Like like uh there's a saying like when you start a business, earn as you learn, right? Like you don't have to be perfect when you start the business. Earn, learn as you earn. And it's kind of the same thing. You're not necessarily earn, earning with the um, podcast, but learn as you grow, right? As you, like some people are so afraid to start their podcast. And guess what, guys? I hate to break the news to you, but that first episode, you may not be getting a thousand listeners. <laughs> yes. You may get five. So if it stinks, that's okay. And once they become more familiar with the podcast world, if I find a new podcast, Dave, you tell me, I never start with episode one. Do you ever do that? Um, I usually, yeah, I'll start with the newest one, the most recent one, because that'll pile up for me. But if I love the content, I am the guy that will go back and listen to the other 300 episodes. I will go back there. Okay, I'll listen to the previous episodes. Yeah. But will you listen to episode one? (laughs) Unless it's a brand new podcast, I will listen to episode one, like Paolo's. I will listen to that. But um, yeah, typically it's the most recent. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, so I just feel like I know (laughs) the first one to five episodes probably stink. Mm. (laughs) And they don't have their flow yet. And they haven't worked out all their filler words yet. And they don't really have like a a process or a a format to their show yet. Right. I feel like we we start to gain that as we get more into podcasting. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) I'm not going to listen to the first couple episodes. I'll start at like episode five or something. Um, but yeah, I'll go back and listen to back episodes for sure. Um, and like you're saying in, in Paolo's uh, example, I would definitely listen to one, A, because he was inspired by me and I want to support him by giving yeah. him those downloads, but B, because that's what he's got. And so I'm going to listen to it and cheer him on and, you know, be a fan. So yes, good, good points why you would listen to some of those first few, but um, yeah, nine times out of 10, I will just do them the favor of not listening to the first <laughs> episodes because <laughs> yeah. they're probably not 
proud of those. And that's the one thing too. I hear a lot of podcasters who talk about starting their podcast and it's like, I got to be perfect on episode one. I don't know. I play guitar. I've been playing guitar since I was 10. That's 43 years. I'm old. 43 years of guitar. When I brought my first guitar home, Tiffany, and I opened it for the very first time and took it out of the case, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't go on stage yeah. and record or play in front of a live audience. I didn't go on television or go in the studio and do my first album. And I've had my guitar for five <laughs> minutes. People who start a podcast, they hit record and they think they got to be on and perfect and polished. There's a thing called practice, practice, practice. That's where you learn muscle memory. That's where you learn how to do this and find your feet and find your style. And all of that has to happen over time. It doesn't happen in episode yeah. one. So practice, yeah. practice, practice. Don't don't set your up, yourself up to feel like you're going to fail. But just practice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the other thing, too, is as humans, we... I don't want to say we like to see flaws, but we like to know they're human, right? Yeah. Like okay, you're not perfect. I don't have to be perfect. We're good. I like you. And so it's the same thing. It just kind of shows. And I think that also goes with the engagement piece where, you know, you're talking and you say, let's say you stumble on a word and you're like, oh my gosh, that's hard. Can you say that five times fast? <laughs> Maybe when you repost that, mm -hmm. you say what that word is and say, did you actually try it five times fast? Maybe it's a poll. And you're asking them in that post and they get to reply. Yes, I tried it. No, I didn't. And you can do funny things, you know, like, yes, my tongue got tied too. No, I haven't tried it yet. Or uh, that's the next episode in queue for me. Right? Mm -hmm. Like you could kind of play with it and make it kind of fun and see if people are listening, if they thought that that was funny too. Or, you know, you laugh about it. Um, I was just editing a podcast. What did she laugh about? She laughed about something um, gosh, I wish I could think of what it was. And it was really funny. And I found myself laughing too, but it was, she was making fun of herself. Yeah. And so people like things like that. That's yeah. what pulls them in and makes you human. And they want to keep listening and, and that grows your podcast. So I would say being perfect is maybe, unless you're a very professional podcast, yeah. I would say, you know, having some of those slip ups in there, it just makes you human. It makes them, makes you more lovable. So have you, have you ever known somebody or have known somebody who became famous, but you knew them way back in the day before they were anything? I, an example for you, my wife's sister went to high school with Jim Carrey, the actor. And oh, uh, yeah, so he would come to science class and be like, I don't need any of this. I'm going to be famous. Um, he said that at 17. So uh, and he, it was true. He's famous. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the one thing I love about with a podcast is when somebody's starting out new is if you join them at the beginning, you get to see them grow and uh. work their way into being that person. And you will be the person that says one day, I went to school with Jim Carrey or I knew Tiffany yeah. before she had a podcast and look at her now. Super yeah. smart, smarty pants with her own shirt line. Um, <laughs> I know I know all these famous people because I was with them in the early days and I stayed with them and listened and supported them in their podcast. And I'm one of the originals that was with Tiffany from day one. Anybody like that stand out for you? And you're like, I just love watching them grow. I don't know if I have a podcast like that, but I do actually know a YouTube family. Um, and it's been interesting to see them evolve and up-level their life. And um, the most interesting thing is I don't think that they've changed. 
Hmm. I don't think that the money and the popularity, when I'm with them, I usually forget until somebody will stop them and ask them for an autograph or something that I'm like, oh, that's right. You're famous. Yeah. I forget this. Um, <laughs> I love it. So we're still good friends. Um, like I said, I mean, I don't think that that's common for most people. I think it does change most people, but these guys are so down to earth. I can't even believe it. Yes. But um, yeah, it is nice to know that, you know, we were some of the founding founding supporters of um, the uh, of their uh, YouTube channel. So yeah, very cool. So let people get in on the journey from the ground floor on your podcast. Mm -hmm. Put out the podcast. Do your best. Obviously, you don't want to put out something that's not your best, but try right. your best with what you know and let people come along on the journey with you and kind of grow with you as well as your audience grows build that relationship, that communication again, mm -hmm. and, and celebrate the smallness of your podcast and, and let yeah. people just come along for the ride. People love to see something unfold in front of them to be a part of that. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I always recommend that for um, a podcast series. Like when somebody, if I meet somebody um, that has an established podcast and trying to get more engagement uh, and they mention something, some kind of journey, you know, I'm like, oh, so you're doing a weight loss journey. Okay. Well, why don't you take them through it? Why don't you tell them how hard it is to resist the chocolate cake? You know, when you go out to the restaurant, why don't you tell them, you know, the actual real truth about this journey? Uh, the other thing is I met this gentleman who had been podcasting for a while. Him and his girlfriend fell madly in love and he moved um, from California to Florida to live with her. And I said, document it, put it in your podcast mm -hmm. because people love a journey. People love to watch. So like day one, how far did you drive? What did you do? What podcasts did you listen to? What was your thinking in your head? How excited are you to see her? Those kind of things. Right. And then the next day, what restaurants did you stop at? Did you stop at any tourist spots? Did you see a guy that was really drunk and he stumbled into a rest station? Like what funny things happened on the, on the way as well. And how far have you made it today? How many miles did you go? How did that feel? You know, were you exhausted driving that far or is it so exciting that you're just getting close to her that you don't care what the drive is? Right. Mm. Um, I had a friend in Minnesota, he bought a lake house and every Sunday he was like, I'm going to update, I'm going to update you guys and let you know what's going on. And the first week, fine, great, whatever. Second week, okay, I'm definitely interested. Third week, I was like, where is the video? I want to know the update on this house. Mm -hmm. And so I was texting him and saying, like, where is the update? And uh, he was like, I am absolutely shocked. You're like the 10th person to reach out to me and say, where is the update? So people love to go on a journey with you. That is a great way to get engagement. Uh, speaking of the gentleman who was going from point A to point B, you know, there is a lot of room for engagement there, you guys. So when you get ready to repost and take little tidbits out of that episode, you are maybe sharing an audiogram, but put a poll on there or put a questionnaire on there that says, you know what? I had steak and eggs in Texas and it was the best steak and eggs I've ever had. Have you ever had steak and eggs in Texas? Or what is your favorite breakfast food? And put three options, you know, or people love, they just love to share about themselves, how your episode made them feel, how they reacted to your episode, how their experiences are like your experiences. So really pull them in, bring them on the journey. And again, like I said, Dave, you know, keep talking to them mm -hmm. during your episode, bring them into it, get them thinking about their life and how what you're going through relates to their life. Yeah. And then even like, you know, I, Hey guys, in the next day or so, I'm going to be in New York state. Anything I should see on my way? Oh, 
right? And then have them give you an, op- oh. an opportunity to say, hey, you should stop at this restaurant. It's really good. And then you stop there and you do an update from your podcast or however you do your social media. And you're like, hey, yes. Tiffany said I should stop at this restaurant. Tiffany, thanks for the update. I love it. The food was really good. This is Sue. She works here. Say, uh, Sue, say hi. <laughs> and this place is amazing, guys. You should come. And tomorrow I'm going to be here. Thank you. And like your your audience can help shape your journey, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, Tif- mm-hmm. you're, you're there like, hey, he mentioned me. The guy at the lake house, mm-hmm. he mentioned me, right? And I made a yeah. suggestion and he did it. I'm part of the story yeah. now. I'm not just a casual observer. I'm in the story and I'm part of the story. Back to Paolo again, as you mentioned, bringing him yeah. into the story and making him part of it. That's... Um, if you have a pen and paper, you need to be writing down what Tiffany is saying to you right now, because that is it right now. Bring your audience into the story. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. And I love what you said about, um, you know, where are we going to eat next or whatever. I have a podcast friend that did actually do that. And he is a karaoke podcast. So he is always looking for karaoke <laughs> spots. Nice. And those are something that like locals know. That's yeah. not something that you can just buzz into town and find out where the karaoke is. I mean, you can a little bit, but you know, the really good spots, that's kind of a locals thing. So he's so good to do that. And I'll tell you what, he's got a great following. He has great engagement. He usually gets five to 10 posts about places he should check out. Um, and then he does, he says, okay, I'm here. And it's part of his social feed. It's actually not part of his episode. It's just part of his social feed. So, you know, wherever he's going, whatever he's doing, he's letting people know, hey, you know, Tiffany gave me this great idea that I should check out this karaoke place and I couldn't believe the poster on the wall or whatever that lets them know that A, you really went there and B, you valued the advice or whatever it was or Maybe it's a stink bomb and you just laugh about it. You know, like, I don't know how you do karaoke in there. You know, there's so much smoke. I couldn't even breathe. But thanks for the recommendation kind of idea, you know, and get your audience to laugh and really enjoy it. Awesome. Okay, that's really good. Um, (laughs) So I have a couple other thoughts around community engagement. Um, We talked about being responsive, building trust, sharing stories from our community, keeping it fun. These are some other things we can do. Um, But. The other thing, I guess, would just be how do we create a place for our community to connect with each other? So you and I are talking, our audience members talk to us, but how do we create a space for everybody, listeners, guests, past guests, the host? How do we create a world for everyone to communicate and do life together? Any suggestions Mm -hmm. on that? What can we do? Well, um, a lot of people will start a Facebook group just for their podcast. So, and sometimes podcasters, that is a paid option. So everyone's trying to figure out ways to monetize their podcast and how can they, you know, sometimes they just want to recoup recoup just a little bit of a few expenses that maybe they have. Maybe it's just their podcast host fees, right? So if you say like, hey, you know, you could join me over here. Maybe you have, like me, I don't think that I have anything that I would charge people for. So mine would just be free. Come on over. Let's talk about the songs, how great they make you feel. If you have any memories that go with it as well, that kind of thing. But let's say I have a podcast that I listen to and it's all about female health and how hormones are and how they react in your body and how you should eat this food to encourage, you know, copper or lead or your hormones as far as estrogen and progesterone, all those kind of things, right? And we're all trying to be healthy and lose weight and stay in great shape and all these good things. Well, maybe not everybody, but I am. (laughs) And so, or, or improve my health. 
And so um, they do have a paid Facebook group that you can go to and they can have access. They do. Um, actually, I don't I don't know how often they come on. But one of the points I was going to make was have this group so they have access to you. So maybe you go on once a month or twice a month and you say, hey, we're going to do our chat on Friday. Let's all get on there. Um, I actually interviewed a gentleman who is a songwriter, singer. He has an amazing voice. He's locally here in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and he does a Friday night YouTube channel. It started during COVID where everyone was really bummed. He, he's had a standing gig at this place called Palm Valley Outdoors forever. And we all love to go there. And it's just an awesome atmosphere. It's on um, a waterway. There's boats that stop and dock. And the, the people get off and have a couple drinks, get back on their boat and take off. You know, it's just a really cool setting. And so, um, and he has, like I said, an amazing voice. So he decided to start having a YouTube channel. So every Friday he does live music. He still does it because it was so popular and he's got so many people that follow him. They show up. They actually do a like Patreon kind of donation when they show up online. They somehow, I don't know how he collects the money, but they pay him. Um, and I just thought like, that's a great way for people to get to know you, who you are as a person, you know, maybe they request a song and then you notice like, huh, every Friday, Dave is requesting mm -hmm. bare naked ladies. If I had a million dollars, you know, and you're like, oh, Dave, not this one again. And so that was one of the other points I wanted to bring up is just having these inside jokes. Yeah. Maybe, maybe every time that song is requested, you're like, well, normally Dave requests that, but tonight Tiffany's requesting it. What's going on? You know, and it's like an inside insider joke. Like if you had been there for the last two months, you would have known that joke. So maybe you want to be in on it, right? You don't want to have FOMO and you want to know what's going on. Uh, and so it's these little inside jokes. I have a guy that I listen to. It's called past tens and they talk about the la the, the, they pick a year and then they talk about the top 10 billboards of that year or the songs <laughs> on the billboards of that year. And uh, then they debate if the song should have made it, if it shouldn't have made it, what they liked about the song, if it was timeless, whatever. They gave each other banter and they've known each other forever. But my favorite thing is they have these sound effects. <laughs> and if you listen to enough episodes, um, like they use the same sound effects, but sometimes he'll use it at a spot that it's not really right. But it's funny because you know how they normally use it. Mm -hmm. And then he uses it in a different way. And then you're like, huh, that was funny because yeah. that's not how they normally use it. <laughs> right. So just some yeah. of those idiosyncrasies that the listeners are used to um, and insider jokes. And just like I said, you know, maybe the same person's always requesting the same song. And so um, just to get to know the community and then have those inside jokes. This is really great, Tiffany. Like what we're talking, I love this. This is really, really great. Um, anything else that we can kind of close off with? Because I know you got stuff to do today. You got shirts to make, and uh, you got to conquer yeah. the world. Um, you know, you got lots going on on your to-do list. Um, how else? How can we leave people off today, Tiffany? How do we encourage people to build community, build engagement? What is the one thing they can do right now to make a, an effort towards that? Well, I think people don't want to hear it, but I think the best one is a newsletter. Okay. I think a newsletter because A, you own that list. It's not social media. If Facebook shut down tomorrow, you'd still have your people. It gives you an opportunity to provide value. I don't know if you've ever heard of the value, value, sell method. Yep. Um, but, you know, 
you should be offering value, offering value. And then the next time you're trying to sell them, whatever, whatever your service, if it's your services, if it's an item, if it's whatever your affiliate link, whatever it is. Yeah. But you can also allude to other podcasts. You can allude to your current episode. You can allude to your blogs. You, you have a lot of power in that newsletter. And then I would say, keep it short and put lots of links in there. Because life is just busy. And so if you have a link, lots of times what I do is I'll click on crap that I want to check out throughout the day. And then when I sit down at night and I finally have five minutes to myself and maybe we're just zoned out watching TV, I'll click on those tabs. and I'll be like, oh, that's right. I wanted to get that shirt from Virtually You about headphone hair don't care. That's right. <laughs> so I always say links, 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 links like crazy. And then I just click on all the stuff I want to see. And then that night I go through and I review because we get pulled away. And that's why everyone loves the abandoned cart email. Cause it's mm. like, oh yeah, I did put it in my cart and I really do still kind of want it. Mm. But so-and-so came in the office and distracted me and then I didn't get to do it. Yeah. Or, you know, I had to take Susie to ballet, yeah. you know, those kind of things just happen in life. So how can we keep their attention and, and keep them reminded of us and stay top of mind? And awesome. I just think. A newsletter is the way to do it. Awesome. Go start your newsletter today. Get out there. Have people respond. Collect those in emails. Again, get off the rented land of social media. Own your audience, mm -hmm. people. Own your audience. Amazing. Great tips, mm -hmm. Tiffany. I love it. Again, looking for an editor and you also are open to some working mm -hmm. with some new clients. Again, how do people connect with you, Tiffany? And what, are, what does that look like? Uh, I just would send you to my hub that just virtually uva.com. There's plenty of ways to schedule a 30 minute call with me. You can apply to be a podcast host. You can see my blog there. You can check out the podcast there. You can get the swag there. Um, just everything. So all things, Tiffany, all things, virtually you go to www.virtuallyuva.com. There you go. That's all you need. That's the place that you need to go. Thanks, Tiffany, for your time. I hope to have you back again. All right. Will you come back one more time, at least? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. oh my gosh. We always have so much fun. All yes, right. Dave, I would I'd love to. Love chatting with you. And to Paolo, congratulations on your podcast from Tiffany and Dave. Yes. Keep going. Don't stop. We're so proud of you. It's awesome. Hey, this is Dave from the podcast. Thank you for listening to the How to Podcast series. We have a new website, easy to find, howtopodcast.ca, not .com, .ca. I'm in Canada, so .ca. Howtopodcast.ca is how to find us. How easy is that, right? How did I get that domain? Oh, how to podcast how to podcast.ca link in the show note below this is just a quick little thing to let you know hey the website's being worked on it's active you can go there now how to podcast.ca i would love for you to come over there it's not the dot com somebody already had that i have the dot ca because i live in canada Ta -da! so how to podcast.ca i'll see you over there thank you for being part of the podcast Make sure you subscribe, like, follow, and do all the things we ask you to do. Catch you on the next one.